Many districts use interim assessments to get a sense of how students are doing academically. Most interim assessments are normative by design, meaning they compare one student's score with all the other scores in the nation. And then they set growth targets or expectations based on that comparison. But what if I told you that for most students, peer-based growth targets will never be enough to reach grade level proficiency. In fact, many students reach these peer-based targets annually and fall further behind. A criterion referenced assessment like iReady is based on grade level standards. The iReady assessment will set a growth target that's based on the high expectation that all students, regardless of their placement, can and at some point should reach grade level. That, my friends, is stretch growth. And this podcast is dedicated to learning from and celebrating those educators who empower their students to reach their stretch growth targets. Welcome to iReady Stretch Growth Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Ty Holmes. I have with me today, Janelle Coles, who is a lifelong educator. She's the assistant principal at the Northern Parkway School in Uniondale. And the Northern Parkway School was recognized for beating the odds during the pandemic and showing demonstrable growth for all students. Hello, Janelle, how's it going? Hi, Ty. It's going well. Good, good. So, so Janelle, on a on a scale of okay to Beyonce, how are you feeling this morning? <laughs> I'm feeling Beyonce today. You're feeling Beyonce. You're yes. feeling Beyonce today. I love it. I love it. Well, I wanted to just take a moment, one, to celebrate all the great work that your district is doing for your students. And I also wanted to give our listeners a chance to effectively learn from you. So the first question is this. It's been said that teaching is both a calling and a commitment. The calling need only be answered once, but the commitment must be made daily. So tell us, Janelle, when did you hear the calling and, and what keeps you showing up every day? That's a great question. When I, I think I heard the calling from a very young age. I was probably in middle school uh, and I realized I was helping my friends with their work. And I said, boy, I, I like teaching. Then I got to high school and I was always kind of that teacher's pet. I just kind of aligned myself with my teachers. They were my friends. I don't know. I can't explain it. But I always hung out with my teachers, my guidance counselors, and I decided that I wanted to be an educator. Wow. Um, and, and it started from a very young age. So that's when the calling came. The wow. commitment came when, I came when I went into the classroom. I said, yeah, this is my space. This is where I belong. This is what I can do well. And each year, each day, I just made a commitment to do better and better and better. I started as a novice teacher. Then I went on to becoming a teacher leader. And it was just my desire and my yearning for more information and to just make things better that just kept me going to professional developments, 
reading educational journals and, and, and book titles. And I just had this craving for more information. How does this machine work? What can mm-hmm. I do to make it better? How can I add to this growth that's happening? And I just committed my life to that. And it feels good. Wow. That's that's awesome, Janelle. I mean, to to know in middle school and, and what's interesting is, you know, so many you 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 ask kids what they want to be, and it's always, you know, actress, singer, uh, athlete, astronaut, you know, and you knew in middle school that you wanted to be an educator. So this really is uh lifelong work for you. That's, that's incredible. That's incredible. What are some of the things you love about Uniondale and uh, you know, what hopes do you have for the, the district and the future? What I love about Uniondale is that there is a, I'm going to say vibe that huh. exists here that I don't know if it exists in other districts. And that's a vibe that we are one unit. We're a family. Mm -hmm. We're a team, but we're more than a team. So we say that we're a family, right? We're the Uniondale family. And any building that you go into in our district, it feels like a family. Everyone is committed. Everyone is connected. And of course, in families, you know, there's some things that don't go right, right? So, you know, we're like any other family. but. At the most critical level, I would say, which for us is central administration, we have support from our superintendent. Mm. We have support from our assistant superintendent of curriculum and instruction. They have laid the groundwork for us to be able to do what we need to do as educators. They support us. They give us the tools that we need. They have conversations with us. It's not like They're so far away and unreachable. Whatever we need, we can just reach out and talk to them and express to them, hey, this is what we're trying to accomplish. And they'll have real conversations with us and say, okay, what's the end goal? And if the end goal is always for children, they will support us. And that really, really helps us do what we need to do for these students. That's incredible. Having that leadership support, that is so vital. And it really warms the heart to know that yourself and the educators in your district have that. In fact, we're going to circle back to that in a moment. Let me ask, in the journey towards helping students reach their stretch growth targets, what practices are being implemented in your district that are empowering students to achieve achieve these grade-level-based targets? I think one of the first practices is the students having a genuine belief that we believe in them, Mm. right? We're not just giving them information. They're not just vessels that we're filling with knowledge and information from these higher up, these older adult teachers. We tell them on a daily basis, you got this, you can do this, and we're here to support you and walk you through this. This is not something that's unattainable for you. You can reach your stretch growth and we're going to help you every step of the way. And that's a constant message that we're giving to our students. And wouldn't you know, they believed us. <laughs> that's awesome. That, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so amazing too in, in talking to other educators, the repetitive nature of inspiration 
is so necessary, it seems like, for students, really for anyone. But for students to have that adult support being told over and over again, because you know, I mean, the human mind can, uh, in many cases, just focus on the things we struggle with. Right. Right. So if we get a bad grade, we can create a whole story around that. So it's great that they're, you know, they're getting that support. As we get deeper, what what are the some other teacher moves? And then what are some administrator or leader moves that you're seeing in the district that you feel is connected to or empowering students to reach their stretch growth targets? So teacher moves and leader moves. So before we could empower the students, we had to empower the teachers that are in front of the students. Okay. The way we did that was by educating this, the teachers from the administrative level on mm-hmm. how iReady works, what it looks like, what does it mean, what do the numbers mean. And I mean, we got all the way down to reviewing the scale score reports. What do these numbers mean? What do these colors mean? What does it mean when your child goes, when your student goes from a yellow to red or pink to green or yellow to green? What does that mean? What does it look like? And really dissecting the growth, because we're not just looking at growth from the color aspect. We're looking at the numbers too. So if you're student grew 50 points from the fall diagnostic to the winter diagnostic, that is growth and it should be celebrated. Hmm. And from an administrative level, we make sure that teachers are celebrating the students for their gains. And it could be any gains. It could be lessons passed, but we really make a big deal about it when their score goes up from fall to winter to spring and their diagnostic, like it's a celebration and everyone wants to be a part of that party. <laughs> Tell me more about this party. You know, what happens is there, is there, mean, is there music? What, what's I going mean, on? We make announcements. We give the certificates that are online. We give swag out. It could be like a, a special movie treat. I mean, we make a big deal out of it. And we also have something March Madness right? Everyone loves March Madness. And our March Madness is I ready March Madness and everyone wants to win. (laughs) Wow. And I mean, that's from kindergarten all the way through fifth grade. I love that. I (laughs) oh my goodness. I ready March Madness. I like, I'm uh, are the teachers like, a, are they getting their brackets ready? Oh, or yes. They- oh, absolutely. Wow. Oh, absolutely. And we have fabulous math academic intervention service providers, and they really lead that whole charge. And we make announcements every day and of the winners, you know, this one is moving up the brackets. And I mean, it really is madness in this building in March. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. That's very, very cool. Now, I, you know, I heard you say as well, Taking time to make sure, right, that your team, that the adults understood iReady, right, that they understood the power of iReady. One of the the, the key tools that goes with uh, as a support for iReady are data chats. Yes. Right? Being able to have data chats with students, you know, leaders having data chats with teachers and so forth. How long did it take, I guess, for your teams to get a sense or to embrace the the power of data chats and, and how's that going? Well, I will say that it took our teams probably about maybe I want to say one good year for them to understand 
we had to keep talking about it. And we kept talking about it. We had uh, team data chats and we had individual data chats where teachers would bring their rosters in with the administrators and look at the students' scores and say, okay, well, what are we planning to do for this one student? What can mm-hmm. we do to help this student make their stretch go growth? Do we have to assign them individual lessons? Are we using their tools for instruction? How often are we using their tools for instruction? Are we giving them manipulatives for the math? Are we providing them with other scaffolds for their uh, reading? What is our plan? And we did that for one good year. And teachers really bought into, okay, we're really going to look at data and see how data is informing what we do every day to help the students grow. And I think at the end of each um, diagnostic period, so whenever the diagnostic period closes for full, we'll come in and we'll have those data chats. Okay, so this is where your student is starting. Okay, these are the areas that we're looking at for reading. These are the areas that we're looking at for math that we're going to help them to grow in. So what are we going to do? Initially, it's assigning them uh, teacher assigned lessons, right? And Mm -hmm. the teachers keep track of the lessons passed. That was important to teach the teachers how to pay attention to that. Because we just don't want them on there randomly for 100 minutes and they're not passing their lessons and really having conversations with the students and letting them know when you take a lesson, we want you to really pay attention to what's happening. Slow down. If you need to use your headphones to block out the outside noise, use your headphones. If you're doing your math lesson. We want you to have access to manipulatives and paper and pencil and just teaching the students to really slow down and think about what they're doing, because your goal is to not finish your lesson. Your goal is to pass your lessons. And the more lessons you pass, you'll see that when you go to take your diagnostic, it's going to make more sense to you and you'll fare better. Wow. So I, what I I love that what I'm, what I'm hearing is a, especially love uh, the understanding that their goal is not to complete the lesson, it's to pass the lesson. It sounds like you're working to create an environment that sort of elevates the importance of the experience the students are having in the lesson, right? So that they're not seeing it as another task to get through, but as a, a learning experience that's going to strengthen the relationship they have with reading. Right. And with mathematics. That's, Absolutely. That's that's fantastic. That is just excellent work. And in and in thinking about that, when you think about most of the most of the adults in the district, right? Do you feel like most of the adults in the district, right, have an understanding of the importance of stretch growth, especially against the backdrop of what we're seeing nationally, which is like accelerate to grade level, accelerate to grade level. Everyone's talking about it, but do you feel like most of the adults in the district understand that stretch growth is effectively uh, an empirically derived measure mm-hmm. that lets students and lets educators know, like, if students are actually on that path to achieving it. And if not, is there something that the good folks at iReady could do to effectively help, mm-hmm. right, spread that word? Well, I will say that. It varies from building to building in our district, but we are all working towards understanding uh, what stretch, 
stretch group means. And I will say again that our assistant superintendent for curriculum instruction, she believes in iReady and she has made it known that this is what we're using to assess mm. our students, right? And get comfortable with it, live in it, breathe in it. If you have questions, we have model schools training where you can get your questions answered for iReady or a different professional development opportunities, because there are some of us who are really iReady nerds, right? Yeah. And um, we don't mind sharing the good word about iReady. So there are some of us, that, myself being one of them, if anyone has a question, they'll just call me from another building and I'll be like, oh yeah, I could tell you about that. You do it like this and you know, and I will say that one piece of feedback that we received from teachers is the Spanish piece. Ah. And I know that iReady did a great job with implementing Spanish assessments and, and more Spanish lessons because our population here um, in the Union Dale School District is heavily uh, Spanish speaking. Right. So that piece was really important for us to be able to provide equity right in this assessment mm -hmm. process, in this instructional process for all of our students, not just some of them. I'm glad to hear that. Really glad to hear that. We did really, folks really did work hard to be able to provide that and bring that to students and teachers. So I'm glad that it's making an impact. Yes. Well, Janelle, is there anything, anything that you didn't get to share today that you'd like to share? I want to just say that um, Jen Paul has been a, a really great resource to us over the years. And um I was actually one of the teachers at the time before I stepped into the role as assistant principal. I was one of the teachers that piloted iReady, the iReady program. I was on a grade level and for a group called the Dream Chasers. And we were following these students from grade two all the way to grade five. And Jen came in, she sat with us, she made sure we was we were comfortable with the materials. We asked her a bunch of questions and she was there supporting us. And that one group of teachers is where the buy-in started. And I was so glad to be a part of that. And then through the years, Jen has just been there every step of the way, checking in with us. Hey, how's it going? Can I come in? And, you know, she's been our iReady partner and that has really helped us too. So I just, I, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention Jen's name and the support that she's given us over the years. So I just wanted to add that. That is, thank you for that, Janelle. That is absolutely wonderful to hear. And I am sure that Jen is going to be smiling ear to ear <laughs> to hear that. It's the truth. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you for everything that you and the educators, right, in Uniondale are doing every day to make an impact on students. We are firm believers over at Curriculum Associates that our educators do have the answers. So what we hope to do is listen, we hope to learn, and then we hope to share those best practices out so that those best practices can be scaled, right? Thanks for uh, taking time and hanging out with us today for another episode of iReady Stretch Growth Stories, the podcast. We appreciate you and we'll be speaking again soon. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. This is it for today's episode of the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Please leave us a review where you listen to podcasts as it really helps us reach more educators like you and make sure you subscribe. 
Follow us on Twitter at Curriculum and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, want to be a guest, or have a question, you can email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. So until next time, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates. Editing by Danielle Sullivan. Social media by At City Hannon. Guest booking by Sari Labaris. Music by Mark Bernstein. This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIReady and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. 